3: Remember to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. If what you want is comedy, you need to turn away from this station as quick as you can because comedy is not the game, even though there may be some things funny that are done. This is Bible Talk a show that deals with um, biblical theology, apologetics, church history. Anything that has to do with the all-powerful Word of God is discussed on this particular program. Your questions are always welcome, and hopefully my challenges that I give to you are welcome as well. So get out your Bibles. If you don't have them, welcome to Bible Talk. That number to call once again, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Any questions you have are welcome here. And if I can't answer a question, well, I'll do the very best I can. <laughs> but nobody knows it all. But all we can do, any of us, is take the, uh, the gifting of God and the grace of God and, uh, just, uh, and the illumination that comes from him and do the very best we can. But let's start discussing. All you've got to do is call area code 866 866- 423 9578. Area code 866 423 9578. And so while we're waiting for you callers, I do have a challenge. I have a challenge. It comes from a a, uh, very famous uh, verse of Scripture, one uh, that I like very, very much. It's one that always gives me encouragement just to read it, just to see it. And it is found. Over in 1 Thessalonians, actually, that's where we need to go to find this gem of a passage of Scripture. In 1 Thessalonians, and in the 5th chapter, and in the 17th verse. And this is what it says. Well, let's read into it. Let's read 1 Thessalonians, chapter 5, verse 16 and 17, where it says, Rejoice evermore. I like that. Rejoice. Right, and it's a challenge, isn't it? Because we should even rejoice in the midst of pandemics. That's right. If we focus on the Lord we still can have joy. So it says in First Thessalonians chapter five, verse sixteen, rejoice evermore. Then in verse seventeen, pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Wow. So the Bible tells us, First Thessalonians five, seventeen, to pray without ceasing. Well that's interesting. That's interesting. If that is true, then we should never stop praying. But wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Aren't there some people in the Bible that God told to stop praying? Uh, If that is so, now I'm not saying it necessarily is, because I'm waiting to see if you can enter into this discussion. But if it's so, if we've got one passage that says, 1 Thessalonians, And in chapter 5, verse 16, rejoice evermore. Verse 17, pray without ceasing. Well, if it says that, then, well, of course, there can't be any scriptures where God ever told anybody not to pray. Is that true? Is that false? What does pray without ceasing mean? Do you know? Is it true that God has told some people to stop praying, don't pray, do not pray anymore, <laughs> just don't pray? Is that so? Is that true? What does pray without ceasing mean? And the challenge is, and are there any places in the Bible where God told some folks, shut up, don't pray anymore? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. To be on the Bible Talk program with Pastor Henry Moss, dealing with a a chapter, uh, um, or I'm sorry, chapters in the Bible, looking at prayer, and especially this one particular point. Okay, the Bible says to pray without cease, without ceasing. The Bible says pray without ceasing. You saw it, First Thessalonians five seventeen. But uh, were there people in the Bible told not to pray? And if that's so, then doesn't that contradict where it says to pray without ceasing? What do you think? Give us a call. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss. If you have anything to add to this conversation, you can do so right now. And if you have any questions of your very own uh, that uh, have nothing to do with my challenge, hey, that's okay as well, because the job here is to deal with the Bible. Name of the program, Bible Talk. So any of your calls are welcome. Uh, just uh, please call in and end this silence so that we can begin our Bible Talk program in earnest. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. We're going to go to the phone lines. Who do we have?
2: Hi Pastor Moss. This is Carissa Hankins. um well, Carissa I'm, Hankins,
3: How are you doing?
2: I'm good. How are you?
3: Good, and it's good to talk to the woman married to the second handsomest man on the planet
2: oh no this I'm their daughter Pastor your well,
3: daughter Oh yeah well you know how yes. you know how cute your daddy is. I don't have to say any more.
2: <laughs> I wanted to make an announcement for n two g Saturday Night Live Zoom call. Um, this Saturday at 9 p.m. Oh,
3: um, okay. Well, what's going to be happening?
2: Well, um, it's an exciting night. We have the ugly Christmas sweater what? night tomorrow night. Um, and we're playing a lot of games, having some good conversations. And, yeah, it'll just be a fun night. Well, what is an ugly so, Christmas sweater? Um, an ugly Christmas sweater. You know, it's a Christmas sweater that is just really... Um, funny to look at, you know, like you would look at it and be like, what is that? But, you know, it's really just a fun thing to do.
3: Is this some kind of a competition to see who has the uh, ugliest uh, 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 Christmas ugly sweater?
2: I don't think it's a competition, but I know that everybody will have some ugly sweaters, so... (laughs)
3: <laughs> well, uh, uh so how can they uh, uh, get involved in uh this in, in the ministry? What do they have to do?
2: Okay, so the Zoom call details are on the Strictly Biblical website at strictlybiblical.org and it's for all teens, both members and guests, and um all adults can join as well. So
3: All right, well that sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, uh, uh Steve Chavis, Brother Chavis, uh, soon-to-be-a-Minister Chavis, is behind it. So definitely we encourage all of you to get involved in our youth program. It should be great. And uh, we thank you for calling. Thank you. All right. God bless you. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Any question you have about the Word of God is welcome here. I do have a challenge that is on the table coming from the Bible. The Bible says pray without ceasing. But are there people in the Bible who God told not to pray anymore? Don't pray. Don't want to hear it. Did that happen in the Bible? And if so, where? If you don't, give us a call. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. To be on the air, Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. If you know that uh, there are any passages where God told folks not to pray, and if God said that, if God said to some folks, "Don't pray anymore," does that contradict what it says in First Thessalonians five seventeen to pray without ceasing? These are the kinds of things you may encounter in a Sunday school class, all right, or just discussing prayer with some friends of yours, okay? What does the Bible have to say about this? If you have any input on it, uh, anything you can tell us, give us a call at area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. However, if you have another question uh, that's in another area of Scripture that you would like to uh, ask me about, that same number applies. Area code 866-423-9578. Call with any question you have on your mind. We are ready for you. All right. Well, let me help you with this. Uh, It is a question that needs to be dealt with. Uh, You know, it's from the category of questions that are called so-called contradictions in the Bible. Actually, there are no contradictions in the Bible, but there are some things that seem to be. That is why it's very important for us to always compare Scripture with Scripture so that we can be able to deal with these questions when they come. And oh boy! If you are a Sunday school teacher or a pastor who teaches, you know what I'm talking about. Questions come. And questions can be some of the best things that you could ever have. It actually helps your lesson when you get people discussing uh, questions they have about certain texts in the Bible. And so that's why it's very important to do so. Uh, And when questions are answered, then uh, the learning uh, process is always speeded along. So definitely we encourage you to call with any questions you have here and also to deal with any challenge that is put before you. That number, area code 866-423-9578. We're going to go to the phone lines now. Caller, you're on the air. Val, you're hi, on the air, Val. Uh,
2: hi, Pastor Moss. How are you doing, Val? I'm doing well. I'm on the
3: road. Oh, you're on the good. road, girl. <laughs> yes, <laughs> well, we better I get uh good do- response. I, I work today. Focus on the... Uh, On driving. Now, what I want you to do now, I want you, if you can, to name me just one instance, one instance of where God told somebody not to pray. He told Moses not to ask, could he go into the promised land?
2: He said, don't ask him anymore. He wasn't doing it.
3: What? You mean to tell me that God told Moses not to even ask anymore about going into the promised land? Because, as you said, God said he's not going to do it? Right. All right. Tell oh, well, fair. But he couldn't
2: go oh, in. Where, where is that found? Oh, my God. I knew you were going to ask me that when I'm on the road. I will talk to uh, you. Somebody out there
3: help me out. <laughs> well, i tell you what. You are correct. You are absolutely correct. And so that I will still record you as a scholarist for today. It's found in Deuteronomy chapter three, and this I want to thank you for calling.
4: Okay, thank you, Pastor. Bye bye. Thank
3: you. She's right. Val is right. Can you? God told Moses not to pray. It was something he wanted to do. Remember, Moses? Okay. He disobeyed God. He struck the rock instead of speaking to it like he should have. Okay. And because of that, okay, God was not going to allow him to go into the promised land wasn't. In fact, he was going to die uh, uh, for what he did. Of course, he went to heaven, but he was going to die for what he did, and he couldn't go into the promised land. And, in fact, it bothered Moses. Why? Uh, Well, how do we know that, for instance? We know it bothered him because he prayed concerning it. Deuteronomy chapter 3. Deuteronomy chapter 3, the very title of it in my Bible, is Moses Forbidden to Cross Jordan. And at verse 21, it says, and I commanded Joshua at that time, this is what Moses is recounting what he did, telling the people, uh, thine eyes have seen all that the Lord your God had done unto these two kings. So shall the Lord do unto all the kingdoms, whether thou uh, passest. So, he's telling, so God is telling the blessings, Moses is telling the blessings, in other words, that God is going to do for the people. But then he tells us this, this tragic uh, account, where he says in verse 22, this is Deuteronomy three twenty two, You shall not fear them, for the Lord your God, he shall fight for you. But then, verse 23, And I besought the Lord at that time, saying, and this was Moses, he was pleading with God. Verse 24, O Lord God, thou hast begun to show thy servant thy greatness and thy mighty hand, for what God is there in heaven or in earth, that can do according to thy works and according to thy might. And then verse 25, so, so here Moses is pra- praising God like nobody's business, okay? So it looks like he's trying to soften God up with prayer because he's got a request. Then it says in verse 25, I pray thee, and he prays to God. This is Moses praying to God. I pray thee, let me go over and see the good land that is beyond Jordan, that goodly mountain in Lebanon, Let me go, please, Lord. Let me go over into that promised land. It's my life's work. Let me go. Verse 26, but the Lord was robbed, it says in King James. It means he's angry. And the Lord was angry with me for your sake and would not hear me. And the Lord said unto me, okay, this is what God told him. Suffice thee, he tells Moses, speak no more unto me of this matter. Get thee up into the top of Pisgah, and lift up thine eyes westward, northward, southward, and eastward, and behold it with thine eyes, for thou shalt not go over this Jordan. Wow, what a blow to Moses. He prayed, and God told him, don't even ask it anymore. Now, did, did Moses go to heaven? Yes, he went to heaven. That lets you know that God is a forgiving God. You can backslide and repent and still make it. That's what I was trying to illustrate in one program for you. Look here. Moses messed up. He disobeyed God. He was not allowed to go into the promised land. Was told not to even ask about it anymore. But he did go to heaven. We see him on the Mount of Transfiguration with Jesus in the New Testament, right? It says here in verse 28, But charge Joshua, God continued to say, And encourage him and strengthen him, for he shall go over before this people, and he shall cause them to inherit the land which thou shalt see. Okay? Uh, but in terms of Moses, he died, and he did not go into the promised land. And God told him not to even pray anymore. So what is this scripture, First Thessalonians 5:17, when it says, to pray without ceasing, really, mean? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Take a break. Be right back.
5: Here's a great thing to consider doing right now before the end of the year. Call MediShare and find out just how much you would save by switching to MediShare, the affordable alternative to health insurance. When you call it, you'll get some good news and probably be very happily surprised, too. The typical family saves $500 a month, but you might save even more. It's so worth it to at least find out, and you'll see why more than 400,000 people are already members. MediShare is a Christian community that shared more than $4 billion in each other's health care costs. It really is remarkable, and they're very easy to talk to. And here's the thing. If you join before the end of the year, they'll waive your new member fee. That's another $170 you'll save. I'll give you the number here in a second. The call, and you'll get a price within two minutes. And again, the deadline is December 31st, so call now. You'll save even more. Call 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE.
1: extending its 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener's square and use the promo code RUNTOWIN. You will also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dreams bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-919-5912, 800-919-5912, and use the promo code RUNTOWIN at checkout.
6: For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com.
5: When Carrie learned of her husband's affair, she felt betrayed by God. She lost hope until she heard a Focus on the Family podcast.
2: It was just kind of like God was sitting there with me, bringing this podcast to me and saying, listen, other people have gone before you and it'll be okay. You can trust me.
4: I'm Jim Daly.
5: Help us rescue broken marriages and give families hope. Donate at FocusOnTheFamily.com slash family and your gift will be doubled.
1: dot com.
3: area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss. I want to thank Val for calling in with that good addition to our program. She's right. Yep, Moses. Moses was someone God said, do not even ask me about that anymore. That's right. So what does prayer without ceasing really mean? How can we say that you should pray without ceasing when we, something, when we see something like what happened to Moses? Is there any other example that anybody can have? Because there are more in the Bible of someone who was, was told by God to stop praying. In fact, where God told uh, someone not to pray for certain people anymore. Do you know where something like that is found? I'll give you a little chance to find it. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Mars. You can deal with my challenge, or you can call in with any question you have on your mind. It is welcome here on the Bible Talk program. All you've got to do is give us a call at area code 866 866- Four two three nine five seven eight. 423 9578 That's area code 866-423-9578. Do not worry about interrupting my flow because you won't break it at all. I'm able to uh, deal with your questions and my challenges at the same time. So all you've got to do is call that number, area code 866-423-9578 area code 866 uh, 423 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emily Moss. Even if you're off topic, that's okay, because the topic is theology. It's Bible. It's apologetics, okay? So you're never off topic here as long as we're dealing with the B-I-B-L-E. Okay? That number to call, area code 866 Area code 866 To pray without ceasing. What, what does that mean? Pray without ceasing. Okay? Uh, especially when we see that in, in a, one case we've looked at, and there's others to come, where God literally said, don't pray anymore. Okay. Moses, do not ask me about it because I'm not going to do it. Okay? And um, Moses was told that in an audible voice from God. Okay? So what does prayer or praying without ceasing, actually mean. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. It's very important to understand prayer, and I, I think it's very important to do what uh, the Bible tells us to do, to pray without ceasing, unless you get um, some direct orders. Otherwise, definitely that should be done. But clearly, Moses, oh, man, that is awesome. Where, uh, because of what he did, okay, not honoring God as they went through the wilderness, he's striking the rock instead of, uh, instead of speaking to it, couldn't go into the promised land. Could not go. Went to heaven, okay? Uh, and I, yeah, and I, I know, that's a lot better than just the promised land. But uh, he could not go into the promised land even though he wanted to. He could see it, but he could not walk into it. Wow. Number to call: area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. To be on the air, Bible talk with Pastor Emory Moss. All right. I'm just going to give you five seconds to come up with another scripture, and then I'm going to give you one to continue to illustrate this point. All right. So let me count. Count to ten. One, two, three, four, five. Anybody got one? Anyone have another example of someone that God said, stop praying, don't ask me any more about that, or don't pray for these people or that you have one? I
1: triple dog dare you.
3: Yeah, I triple, (laughs) I triple dog dare you to call and answer these questions. Here we go. Five more. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. No callers? How dare you. (laughs) <laughs> that's right, Marcus, let him have it, with those How songs. Dare you? <laughs> well, there is another example, and these examples are actually eye-opening plans, they're eye-opening. Turn, if you will, to Jeremiah chapter 7. Jeremiah chapter 7. And what happens is, God, once again, angry because of the sins of his people.
7: Okay?
3: Uh, and in this case, it's... Um, judah's idolatry and immorality right judah stripped off into worshiping idols, okay practicing idolatry and so what does god say well he had a lot to say in jeremiah over in chapter 7 but in one particular place it gets into what we've been talking about so jeremiah 7 verse 15 here's what god said to jeremiah to give to the people and I will cast you out of my sight, as I have cast out all your brethren, even the whole seed of Ephraim, because they sinned. Yeah, which is a, a the account of that is found over in Second Kings chapter 17. Then verse 16 says this: Jeremiah 7 and 16. Therefore pray not thou for this people, neither lift up cry nor prayer for them, neither make intercession for me. Wow! Look at this. Jeremiah seven sixteen. Therefore, pray not. thou for this people, okay, so simple, uh, God said, don't even pray for It says, neither lift up cry nor prayer for them, neither make intercession to me. And then, listen to what God says, for I will not hear thee. Wow. For I will not hear thee. Here's another case where God says, Don't even pray for them, because if you pray for this wicked people who are still acting so wickedly, I'm not going to answer your prayer. So, the Bible may say, Pray without ceasing, but we got some places in the text where it says to stop praying. God's orders. Don't pray about that or for them anymore. Wow. Number to call: area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. We're going to go to the phone lines.
7: Caller, you're on the air. Randall, well, how you doing? Let me ask you: uh, what, what, When you say pray without ceasing, wouldn't you refer to old people that uh, that uh, he called? There was there was there was wicked. There was phonies. People like them. Uh huh. Uh, when, when he, he told uh, he told them not to, there, there are some there are some people that he believed that they want they want they were stiff and they weren't going to repent, so, so he tell them not to pray for him anymore.
3: Yeah, we have cases. In fact, even Moses, remember Moses, uh, couldn't go into the Promised Land uh, because yeah. of the, uh, the sin he committed, uh, where he struck the uh, rock. When they, you know to bring water from the rock, God told him to speak to it, and he struck it, and called the people a bunch of rebels. So God yeah, stopped him from going to the promised land, even though he prayed. So and we in Jesus, Jeremiah the same thing happened here to uh, 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 the Israel itself, to Judah.
7: Those those those, so I, I said not, he meant not to pray for those type of people. So let me ask you a question before I let you go. <laughs> uh, I'm you a question about church church uh, uh traditions okay uh let me ask you what would you do if somebody were walk in your church and say that uh, said you gave them something and they came back to thank you for for it and then they said they say to you well i think i didn't come here to worship I come to thank you for what you gave me what would you say to that person
3: well, I would say thank you. Yeah, thank you for coming back and uh, thanking me. That's what I would say.
7: Because I went to a church, I did just that myself. He told me uh-huh. if he didn't come, and he, the pastor told me if I didn't come back to if I didn't come to worship, he could have stayed across the street.
3: Oh, he told you if you <laughs> so so he told you even though you come back to thank him, but since you are going to stay to, to worship. He said, "You might as well just stay across the street and not even come over here."
7: Yeah, because I didn't come so to worship. That,
3: that sounds to me like it's a nice way to win friends and influence people. <laughs> uh, I was, I was, and I told him, "Wait a minute now!
7: If if how are you gonna uh, reach uh, people to be saved if you tell them not to come back? I mean, even even you got to catch the fish. The fish got to be around the." The bait before you able to catch him.
3: And the, and the bait that he failed to use is love. That's the, the bait for people. So, no, I would never tell anybody that. Uh, uh, if you can't stay for church, you might as well went across the street. I want people to be compelled to come to church because of the light of Christ, not because of, uh, uh, you know, my desire. It's actually God's desire. So no. I don't think you have to be rude with people. And I, I would say that that's kind of a rude comment to make to someone, sir. You know, I... I... Maybe
7: I gave him too much information. Maybe I should have said, just said, I come to thank you for what you gave me and left it at that. But I, I, I sometimes I think I, I gave them what you call, giving the preacher too much information, and by me saying I didn't come to worship, I just came to thank you for what you gave me. Maybe no, that was that, too much
3: information. <laughs> Your shouldn't have been like that. Yeah, No, because it's up to you. In other words, you come to church because... Of God. If you don't come because of God and of Christ, you don't come there to please the pastor. You come there because God is compelling you to come. Okay. So if you want to leave, okay, then I would have just said, "Well, thank you for coming and thanking me for this, and hopefully uh, you can come back and see us again." Okay.
7: now That's I, I would think that. No, I agree with you. I think that would be the right thing. Thing. Of
3: course,
7: to, it is. Yeah. That, that thing to say because how can you win? The the we I mean, you know the Bible says you. Can, a person learn and and learn and, and be be able to win by hearing. So, so if you tell yeah, a person not be, to come back,
3: they don't have be, a chance to hear. Yeah, it's got to be some loving hearing. Yeah, I don't have to. I would never say to you, "Well, if that's all you're going to do, you could have stayed across the street." That doesn't sound very Christian to me. Nor does it sound very pastoral to me. All right, thank you for calling, my friend. Okay. All right, wonderful. <laughs> wow. Okay, man, that, that's something, yeah. Uh, rudeness has no place within the church. Let's put it that way. All right, so now we've seen two examples. Two examples, uh, Moses, okay, God told him don't ask anymore about entering into the promised land. Not going to happen. We see Jeremiah dealing with some of uh, Judah's sins, okay, of, of the nation, actually uh, the, the Jews themselves, where he tells them uh, don't pray for them anymore. Yeah, there are some times when God says not to pray. Now, so far, some of you are thinking, well, that's just the uh, Old Testament. I know that that doesn't happen in the New Testament. Only in the Old Testament, where we're under the Old Testament law, do you see something like that? Well, not exactly. Not exactly. But before we go to that, we've got to take a break. We'll be right back.
6: Solar Solutions of America wants to know if you want to save money on your electric bill. Have you considered owning your own power? Solar Solutions of America is a local Michigan-based team of experienced and licensed solar professionals. We offer turnkey solar energy solutions for your home or business to reduce or eliminate your electric bill. We offer zero-down financing options, and you can qualify for federal tax credits to make owning your own power even easier and save money. In spite of Michigan weather, our customers enjoy great savings on their electrical bills, and you can too. Solar Solutions of America takes care of its customers, monitoring the system to make sure of peak performance life of your solar array. Call for a no-obligation solar assessment for your home or business. 1-800-576-9495 1 800 576 9495 or visit solar solutions of America.com. You can also follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Solar Solutions of America. Hey,
0: are you guys open? Yeah,
5: yeah, we are. Come on in. As businesses reopen across the nation, Is your business prepared for what comes next? Salem Surround can help. COVID-19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt. But now, local businesses are getting back to normal and families are getting out to shops, stores, and restaurants. Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent up consumer demand? Business recovery plan should be ready to go right now. The marketing team at Salem Surround is ready to help so you don't waste a minute or a dollar recapturing market share. We'll help design your recovery plan targeting potential customers with proven marketing strategies with everything in our toolkit working for you digital audio mobile even audience engaging contests and promotions contact salem surround for a free evaluation of your digital marketing plan
4: find out more about salem surround at salemsurrounddetroit.com. that's salemsurrounddetroit.com. friday alistair Begg encourages you to be honest with yourself
0: We need to admit the fact that on the path of faith, there is the reoccurrence of pain and burden and disappointment. And the key issue is, what are we going to do with those realistic
1: experiences? Listen Friday to Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Alistair Begg, weekday mornings at 8.30 on FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Radio.com.
3: That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss, pastor of strictly biblical Bible teaching ministries. The Bible says, pray without ceasing, okay? Uh, that's what it says in 1 Thessalonians 5.17, but well, when we look at certain scriptures, Moses was told to stop praying, He asked God if he could uh, go into the promised land, and God told him, nope, you can look at it, because you uh, sinned against me, you cannot go in. Now, he made it to heaven, but he was not allowed to go into the promised land on earth, okay? So, God basically, and God told him after that, and this is in Deuteronomy chapter 3, you can read all about it, he told Moses, don't even ask about it anymore. So, in that case, he told him to cease with his prayer. In Jeremiah, chapter 7, verse 16, we see the same thing, where Jeremiah was told by God. They'd sinned so unrepentantly till uh, God said, don't even ask me to pray for them. Don't pray for them, all right, because definitely judgment was about to come. Don't pray to stop that judgment. It's going to come. So it brings into question, doesn't it? This is something that could be asked of people in a Sunday school setting. What does it mean when it says in First Thessalonians five seventeen, pray without ceasing? Okay? Where here, Jesus, God told God told them, don't pray. Then we you know uh, Samuel. Samuel had that same experience uh, uh, when he was dealing with uh, King Saul. Saul was told to King uh, to ke- uh, kill uh, King Am- Amalek. Okay? And um, he failed to do so. He did not kill the king like he was instructed by God to do. And what happened is, God rejected him. Over in 1 Samuel 15, verse 22, And Samuel said, Hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices, as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to hearken than the fat of rams. Okay? In other words, Saul should have listened to what God told him to do and kill that, that, uh, that evil king. He did. He rebelled against God. So therefore, the prophet Samuel chastised him. Verse 23, this is in First Samuel 15:23. "For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness uh, is an iniquity and idolatry. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected thee from being king." That's exactly what he told him,? Okay? Uh, uh, he said, once again, because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he hath rejected thee from being king." So that's what he told him. And that's exactly what happened. So even though, though, even though God had rejected him from being king, Saul, because he failed to obey God's command, still Samuel was continuing to pray for him. Yeah, Samuel was still praying for Saul, but in 1 Samuel 16, it says, And the Lord said unto Samuel, <laughs> listen to this, And the Lord said unto Samuel, How long will thou mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? said even, Stop mourning for him. In other words, stop praying for him, because God said, I'm not going to change my mind. Wow, wow. What does prayer without ceasing mean? Now, so far, I'm uh, giving you examples in the uh, Old Testament. And some of you may be thinking in your mind, well, you know, nothing like this is in the New Testament. No, no. New Testament, you don't find anything like this. That's the Old Testament. There wasn't as much mercy, wasn't as much grace uh, there as we find in the New Testament, blah, blah, blah. However, if you go to First John, you find something very, very interesting there concerning this same issue of prayer that we're dealing with now. First John, and chapter five, and verse sixteen. Okay, listen to this. First John five sixteen. Okay, this is some heavy stuff in my estimation. Uh, we'll read into it at. 1 John 5 and 14. This is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. We know that to be true. You can't just name it and claim it. Prayers are all, always answered and always answered according to God's will. 1 John five fourteen, Verse 15. And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him, okay? So therefore, if you ask according to his will, God will answer your prayer, okay? You know, sometimes God says yes, sometimes no, sometimes maybe. By that we mean things might have to change for him to answer it, but he's willing to answer it if certain conditions are met, okay? okay? However, also, something else. 1 John five sixteen. If a man see his brother's sin, which is not unto death, okay, notice, if any man see his brother's sin, a sin which is not unto death, he shall ask, and he shall give him life to them, that sin not unto death. There is a sin unto death, and I do not say that he shall pray for it. What? What? It says, there is a sin unto death. And I do not say that he shall pray for it. So there is a sin unto death that you don't even have to pray for. Okay? The Bible doesn't tell us exactly what it is. I've got some ideas. Uh, blasphemy is one of them. But even in the New Testament, we see the same phraseology. We've got a caller on the line. Caller, welcome to the show. Yes, Frank, how you doing? Hi, how
7: are you? Good, Great. yourself. Great. doing good so good um so i was kind of wondering it does it's not a specific thing it's more of a warning but like in first peter 3 7 it's just telling husbands to, you know your prayers won't be answered if you don't uh treat your wife right
3: there you go brother you you add to the lesson that's right <laughs> yeah that's right there has to be that, that harmony uh there in uh and prayer and uh in other words, God doesn't answer every prayer. He tells us to pray without ceasing, but uh, even though he... In other words, what we need to add to that in our theology, I guess, is to pray without ceasing unless God gives you clear answers that you shouldn't pray anymore. Okay. Because we so, see definitely then, here that there's some places where God said, uh-uh, stop praying. You know, and in
7: terms of ceasing without prayer, you know... You know, at first I took it literally, literally, like, how are you supposed to pray 24 hours a day, seven days a week? You know, it's not possible. Then I, you know, after reading and studying, came to the conclusion that it's more of you're supposed to, it's supposed to be part of your lifestyle. So as you eat, as you do things, you pray constantly with that. So it's part of your lifestyle as, as in not ceasing. So don't take that out of your lifestyle.
3: Oh, yeah, and I agree with you 100%. I think that's a good way to say it, that God wants us to pray. Pray without ceasing. Pray for everything. Uh Continue to pray. The only time to not pray is if you get clear guidance from him not to pray anymore. And it says that that's possible, but we saw it happen uh in uh, the passages we read, but also in 1 John 5, uh, it, uh, it says that, right, uh, that there is a sin unto death. I do not say that he shall pray for it, but that would be something that God would have to illuminate and show you. But other than that, what you said is exactly our job is to pray. Pray about everything and unless we get a strong move of God that tells us not to pray.
8: All right. Well thank you for that information. Thank Your you.
3: show is always a blessing. All right. Thank you, and thank you for being one of our listeners. That number to call, area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight area code 866 to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emory Moss. So, if we were to conclude this some kind of way, right? The Bible does say to pray without ceasing, okay? Um, that's true. But we might want to add something to that. Pray without ceasing unless God tells you specifically or moves you specifically to stop, okay? So... But definitely it doesn't stop the fact that we should be praying for people, praying for people like crazy, and God gives us an answer not to. But we do need to realize there's some prayers that God says no to, that he does not answer. And we've got to be clear. Moses, what an example. Okay? And Moses is in heaven. He is in heaven. But he messed up real bad. Now, I'm not, I'm not trying to encourage you to sin, but if Moses sinned against God, and he did, Okay? When instead of him speaking to the rock, he struck the rock for a soul in his frustration at the people. Okay? And because of that, he didn't go into the promised land. But he still went into heaven. So that shows us that God is forgiving God. And so even though he wasn't blessed on earth to go into the promised land, he still made it into heaven. Okay? In some cases, uh, nations have been uh, uh, blocked by God where he did not bless them. That's what we see in Jeremiah 7. Israel, Judah, when his sin was there. Okay. Then he said, don't pray for them, because I'm not going to answer their prayer. Uh, Samuel was even continuing to pray for Saul. Okay? But God told him, why are you, Samuel, why are you mourning still for Saul? Okay? Okay? Because I cast him off as being king, and he's not going to be the king. Okay, So stop praying. Okay? So we do need to, to realize this. Prayer without ceasing has to mean that we are to pray, 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 pray unless God gives us the unction and the guidance not to pray concerning a certain situation. Okay, But other than that, prayer is on the table, but you do need to know there's some examples that causes us some real uh, real pause here. The Bible is very deep. We, we serve a personal God right? who uh, guides us in what we do and in our prayers. We need to understand that prayer is, is our way of talking to God and that Prayer without ceasing means that we should never stop praying to God unless God tells us not to. or so God just could, uh, clearly and specifically not to. All right. Uh, remember to call, area code 866-423-9578. We're going to be a Bible Talk with Pastor Amy Moss. Do we have any other callers? We've got a break? You're going to take a break? And we'll be right back.
0: This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. According to a new report, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu secretly met with the crown prince of Saudi Arabia. The significance of this is hard to overstate. It may very well lead to the normalization of relations between Israel and the Saudis, the next phase of the Abraham Accords. The meeting was brokered by Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, one of the leaders of the Middle East peace process, and was only possible due to the administration's openness to Israel and firm stance towards Iran. After the undeniable success of the Trump Pence Pompeo Middle East strategy, Biden has picked Jake Sullivan as his national security advisor, a leader in appeasing Iran in the Obama administration. It's a clear signal that Biden intends to return to the failed foreign policy of the Obama years. The Middle East is an absolutely vital region. It would be dangerous for the Biden administration to turn back now. I'm Jerry Boyer.
4: What if I told you you could save a child's life for just $28? Well, it's true. Preborn is a ministry doing just that with the help of people just like you, by offering free ultrasound sessions to pregnant women and girls who might otherwise choose to end their pregnancy. We know that pregnant girls and women who can see their babies on ultrasound are far more likely to choose life. Your gift today can save babies' lives. Just $28 can give a mother who is abortion-minded the chance to see the truth of the baby that is growing up. Insider. $140 can do that for five girls and women. And a $15,000 gift will provide an ultrasound machine that will save lives for years to come. Whether you want to save one baby or five or hundreds, that opportunity is just a phone call or click away. There's no better time than now to save a baby's life. And right now, your gift is matched dollar for dollar, doubling your impact. Call 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Or give online at preborn.org radio. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground
5: covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns, and that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit
1: wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. The
3: Right, that number to call. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. To be on the air, Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. We've got about five minutes to go, and if you're quick and nimble with your fingers and fast with your lips, you can call in with a comment or a question right now. Uh, we've dealt with a whole issue, very interesting one. Uh, praying without ceasing. Bible tells us to do that, to pray without ceasing. In First Thessalonians five seventeen, but sometimes God. Uh, Says not to pray. Uh, He led that. uh, He did that in the case of Moses in Deuteronomy three. Jeremiah was told not to pray for the people because their uh, sins were just uh, reaching up to high heaven. Uh, First John also we have in First John chapter five where it was said God can lead you not to pray for someone. Uh, So Samuel was told stop praying for Saul. So we do need to realize the theological statement that is correct is that we should pray without ceasing unless God tells us to stop or guides us to stop. Do we have a caller? King, how you doing?
8: Hi, Pastor Molly. I was just getting ready to say Samuel.
3: Oh, well, man, you, you yeah, that's because you're a scholar for today, man. That's right. But you also, got it right. I'll,
8: yeah, Samuel chapter, uh, 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 1.
3: That's that's right. We dealt with that already, my friend. We sure did. And so you're right yeah. on the mark. Today.
8: But I- but also, uh, Paul, but I can't remember, I, you know, I should have found that one, too. Uh, when he, he praying for the thorn in his flesh. Yeah. Three times.
3: Yeah, yeah. Romans chapter 12, I believe, cut up under the third heaven. Yeah. Yeah. That's another example. Where God, yeah, where God didn't answer his prayer because he told him, and this is really a blow to the word faith movement, that in your weakness I am made strong. Wow. Right
8: right I guess that's for us to continue to pray, you know um you continue to pray Here, here's the question I want to ask you though uh I know the bible says um it's not for not good for a man to be alone, and god you know he's uh, God, uh, got him a helpmate uh, <clears throat> is that a point in time is that that's not a guarantee? I always thought that was uh not um uh, that was mankind in general,
3: not spe- always specific. Well, it is general for, for mankind in general, because we right. know that there's some people who choose to live a celibate life and serve the Lord without having a marital companion. Okay? Right. So, yeah, so it's not an absolute that must be, but definitely that is the situation for, for most. And that's why God put marriage uh, uh, on the earth. No one is commanded to marry, but definitely you can. God has given us it's a gift. But at the same time, there's some people who uh, dedicate their lives to the Lord, and uh, so that uh, they don't marry because that could take away from their service. And so, a uh, uh, celibate lifestyle is fine. There's a lot of opportunities for serving God without time constraints when a person uh, remains single.
8: So, there is a time when, like, if you pray for God for a wife, and I, I guess you continue until you get one or whatever. Absolutely,
3: or, absolutely. And if you, you to be. P- person he'd have you to be with, exactly right.
8: Oh, okay, because I some, sometimes feel like sometimes maybe God's saying, "Now nah, I don't want you to be married.
3: You like, it might be. Ask him. He'll let you know. Oh, okay.
8: All right, thanks a lot, Pastor Moss.
3: Thank you. I appreciate your call and your comment. All right. All right. Looks like we're at the end of our program today. Remember, if you want to continue uh, to have this broadcast on this station, P.O. Box 05877, P.O. Box 05877. Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make out those checks to Bible, Boot Camp Ministries. God bless you. See you next time.